0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. As I read about the wars of the Nephites and the Lamanites this week, I initially wondered if the anti-Nephi Lehi's were living a higher law to turn the other cheek than their Nephite brethren, but those New Testament verses that mention turning the other cheek don't actually mention times of war. They address charity and forgiveness in day-to-day life. Nor does the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints discourage members from joining the military. My last bishop was in the army, and I know many other upstanding members who are as well. Many of the past and current general authorities have served themselves at one time or another. To understand the behavior of the anti-Nephi Lehi's, it is important to recognize their history— The anti-Nephi-Lehi's feared that if they repeated past sins of selfish, bloodthirsty killing, they would fall back into old ways and lose what they truly desired—eternal life. This is, after all, the same society that scattered their king's flocks because they thought it was funny when the servants were later executed for negligence. So these people covenanted not to fight even when their lives were at stake— following the counsel of their righteous king. With a desire to protect their new brethren in the gospel, the Nephites worked to protect the anti nephi Lehis from the hatred and violence of the Lamanites. After seeing the danger and afflictions that the Nephites faced by defending them, the anti nephi Lehis were moved with compassion to want to defend their country. However, they followed the counsel from Helaman, their prophet and leader, to keep the covenant they had made not to fight. They followed the prophet even though they had desires to act differently than he had counseled. Their sons then covenanted to fight in defense of these things, following the same prophet, as well as the commandment we read about in Alma 43, 46-47, Inasmuch as ye are not guilty of the first offense, neither the second, ye shall not suffer yourselves to be slain by the hands of your enemies. Ye shall defend your families even unto bloodshed. Later, the Nephites as a whole covenant to maintain their freedoms and religion. It is only the wicked who refused to enter into or keep this covenant, like the kingmen and the amlicites. We see throughout the Book of Mormon and the Old Testament that when armies have followed the Lord's prophet, he will direct them even in war. I suspect that the stripling warriors were not miraculously preserved only because of their faith. They were preserved also because they kept their covenants, because their fathers kept their covenants, and because the sons' covenants enabled their fathers to be kept. Everyone lifted where they stood, but they were united in purpose. My takeaway? Following the counsel of the leaders of the church will help us as we strive to keep our covenants. Their counsel may change based on the circumstances of our time and based on our needs, but it will not lead us astray. This is the beauty of a living church with Christ at the helm.